0: Greetings and a warm welcome to this heavenly place. And within this location is a dissemination of the knowledge of Jesus that results in a multiplication of grace. We are so blessed to be a part of this great congregation that is a partaker of the grace upon our great prophet, prophet Emmanuel Makandiwa. We are elated to be here as we receive light in the year of the defining light. Before we begin, subscribe to the channel. Make sure that you are amongst the first to receive news and a deposition from the Lord when it is made available on this platform. And present on this round table this evening, to my immediate right, we have my brother, Moore. Shalom. Shalom, Moore. And next to him, we have Andrew. Greetings. Shalom. Next to Andrew, we have Pastor Promise. Shalom, Pastor Kulamba. Men of God, what a delight it is to sit at the feet of our Father. Mm. Uh, Last week, Friday's service was exceptional. What were some of the most outstanding features of that delivery?
1: Pastor I, I feel if I could Turn back the hands of time. I would have really loved to get back into that environment, but obviously I appreciate that we move from one level to the other, and we thank God for this moment. But last week, Friday was just amazing, in as far as the presence of God was concerned.
2: Mm.
3: Having been drawn, Pastor Kuramba, by the word that the man of God was delivering, he introduced the presence of God that dwelt amongst the people, how Jesus came down so that people can have a feel of what he was like, but they they spent time with him, but he was not in them. So that part of having, having Jesus, revelations like that hit us from home. You are thinking we always have the word of God, But is he really in us? Is he in us?
4: Yeah, I think it's a very uh, pertinent point that you're making. Um, I think as the way the prophet introduced it as the Jesus business, that um, it's about having the indwelling of Jesus such that you are then able to have that transformed and uh, regenerated body. Um, In the ministration, he was talking about how the presence of God can be harnessed yeah. how what it does not only to an environment but how it can then be internalized and yes. become part of a person and when when you want to re-engage that presence you have to invite the person who personalized it yes. it's it's such an amazing description because we we have heard of the presence of God we've sought the presence of God but in this sea of the defining lights we are finally coming to understand what it means to have the presence of God
3: wow wow
0: that's so powerful in, in our Father's introduction, uh, true to, to what you're saying, He said, this evening you will see and you will feel.
2: Mm-hmm. And the structure of the service helped us to see the honorable golden
0: vessel that contains the presence, mm-hmm. that contains Jesus. And that vessel, in the form of our Father, was able to release that indwelling presence for us to experience it it was was a glorious moment in the presence of the lord where our father aside from him describing it to us the description came carrying the experience Mm. And, and and we could feel that this jesus we are feeling this thick cloud present in our environment is not because of proximity but it is an internalized presence that is filtering through to every household every group of people every congregation every individual who is under the influence of this great grace yes so powerful now we believe that you are prepared and your environment is ready to receive uh, we have a burning desire. We believe we represent many of you that want to understand more about this presence. Allow us in this moment to introduce our Father. Greetings, our Father.
5: Thank you for having
0: me. Thank
5: you for having us, Father. So much happy to also have the new team joining us this wonderful
0: evening. It's an honor for
2: all
0: indeed. Thank you for, for coming. Yes. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you so much, Father. As we were beginning, we had a small discussion uh, at our fascination with the presence of God.
2: Yeah.
0: We believe we are representing not just us, but our brothers and sisters that are watching. Yes. Father, you, you touched on the presence of God. To us felt like it is absolutely critical. And it is the essence of our relationship with the Lord. We would want to understand, Father, more about the presence of God. How we can harness that presence. How we can keep that presence. And from keeping that presence, how do we utilize the presence of God? We felt like you just slightly touched on it. You gave us a teaser. You made us experience
2: it. Now we want more of it. All right. Father,
5: we thank you for tonight. We thank you for the word that you've made available. The word that we know to be sufficient. And we are here to be trained and to be equipped. And we are here to be clothed in your grace and in your power and in your several abilities. We are handing ourselves over to the hand that formed us. Yes. So that we can be regenerated and be restored to that original man. And we thank you so much for bringing us together and for making your message available and for ensuring that we hear and we understand and we become your heartbeat. Thank you for tonight. And we thank you again, Holy Spirit, for this privilege of sending me forth and allowing me to speak into the hearts of your people. Yes. And for that again, I thank you in Jesus' name. Oh yes, the presence of God is is quite an interesting area because outside of it, as we have learned so far, we can do nothing. And um, it's important that we, since you want to hear more concerning that, Indeed, let's take a bit of time and look into. Uh, different areas of the presence of God and especially um, see how one can eventually tame the presence of God that was once in an environment and you have it and then how you can live by it Now. how that can become an advantage that you have over those without that presence of God. There's a lot of things to be discussed there. And the subject on the presence of God, according to what I've seen in the scriptures, it is endless. Wow. Yeah. Endless. Yeah. You can never exhaust the presence of God. Yeah. But I think it would be good if you can have the liberty as well to keep on coming in as we
2: are
5: as we are having this deliberation at any point. Thank you. You should want me to elaborate and clarify on some certain areas. You are, you are free to do so because we are here to learn. We are in a class. Thank you. And those watching us included as well, you can just send your, your question on the comment section while We are doing what we are doing here. We will find time to look into that and and consider questions that you are raising as we are getting into the teaching concerning the presence of God. I, I don't even know where to start from because the presence of God is is all over the place. <laughs> Which presence of God would you uh, prefer having? <laughs> you see, you see the thing about the Holy Spirit—an issue which was so critical that we touched on on Friday—was how Jesus made a statement. That it was an advantage that he goes. Mm -hmm. And if he doesn't go, then the Holy Spirit would not come. Mm -hmm. And I said that it was because of a certain nature Mm -hmm. or a certain attribute found in Jesus that Jesus would hand over to the Holy Spirit before the Holy Spirit comes down. And it is important that we understand that the ability that Jesus now has to multiply himself into individuals who are now born again was made possible by the Holy Ghost. Right, 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 right. It wasn't possible for all of us to have Jesus because the same uh, spirit of the Lord was at that time confined to one physical body a temple, a body that was made for him and he was supposed to be in there fully as God but at the same time 100% human. Mm -hmm. But Jesus while he was confined to that one body, it was only that one body at that time that had Jesus in it. Mm -hmm. So even if you loved to be born again at that time, Jesus said no way of jumping into you from his body.
2: Okay.
5: <laughs> okay. But now he goes up, he hands himself over to the spirit that helps him multiply. So the Holy Ghost is helping Jesus become multiple. Mm. So salvation is becoming possible where you finally have Jesus if he's the five of us here for all of us to have him all at the same time in his sum total. There was need for Jesus to undergo a conversion process. And it is the Holy Ghost that makes that possible for all of us now to have Jesus at the same time. That multiplication was worked out by the power of the Holy Ghost. That's why he said, It's, it's an advantage for you that I go. Because now all of you, you can't have me while I'm here, in as much as I'm with you. But you cannot internalize, I, I cannot divide myself into the 11 of you. I can't. So he was somehow limited. So I have to get out of this body and hand over myself to the Spirit that makes it possible for me now to be multiplied into several believers so that all of you individually can now have me after I'm gone. Because you have to look at why would it be an advantage not having Jesus here physically? Why would that be an advantage? Why would he say, it is good for you that I go? The idea behind was that when I go and I'm coming back, it's no longer just the one Jesus present next to you. I'm in all of you wow. at the same time. Wow. So, who made that possible? The Holy Spirit. So, Jesus had to submit himself, submit his personality to the Spirit that makes it possible for him to interact with each and every human on the earth individually. So so it is important that we take note of that. So Jesus goes back and then he comes back because he's the same Jesus that went that we are receiving yes. today. So he went up for that conversion. Okay. Who is making that possible? The Holy Ghost. So we need to be careful now, especially when you hear that the Holy Ghost um, is coming to help us. In what sense? Probably in that same sense. Wow. It is most probably in that same sense where you cease to be just an individual who can do one thing at a time. That's powerful, Father. Mm. Okay. That is powerful, Mm. Father. Yes. So you you just have to look at the limitations that Jesus had before he handed himself over to the Holy Ghost. The same limitations that you have here before you hand yourself over to the Holy Ghost. And what became of him, Jesus, after the Holy Ghost now helped him multiply. The same thing can also happen to us. Mm you you can do multiple things all at the same time you are no longer limited only to one place because if god gave us his likeness and it is by his likeness that he is omnipresent <sighs> We cannot be everywhere like He's everywhere, but also we can't be just in one place, having His likeness.
0: Father, please, please dig deeper into. Oh, that. <laughs> please dig deeper into. Okay, it. let's look at something here. Yeah. Look at, look at, look at something.
5: You see, the presence of God comes in different forms. We'll come back to this issue of having the Holy Ghost and what you can do.
1: Yes. Having the Holy Ghost. Yes. Father, Father, please, please. Yeah. please, can I just probably throw this in? I feel it's very important, especially for my own understanding, and coming from a background of ministry. Father, we, as pastors, we have ministered in different places. and something that we find very strange is the fact that sometimes we minister to people in places that you are physically not available. And we get to experience your presence. And we get to hear your name being spoken. And one of the things that I've always tried to understand is how that is possible. And you're coming and you're explaining that dimension where there's a certain level of omnipresence after having received the Holy Spirit. Mm. and There's a measure of it, yes. Yes. And, and, and now my question would then be, how is that possible? And how is that worked out? But anyway, Father, you can proceed. <laughs> <the lesson. laughs> because if you go to the Chavani, you are there. If you go to Wangi, you are there. You go to Buluwe, you are there. You go to Mutare, you are there. And it's more or less the same time.
5: But just, just in case we start having problems, uh, um, especially with people who have a limited understanding of scriptures, Paul said that Remember, when you pray and the Lord is present and with my spirit present. Yes. He said that. (laughs) Where was he writing from? He wasn't physically present with them. Hmm. But he Hmm. openly declared, it's just that some people, they are quick to jump into attacking before they verify what we are saying versus scripture. It's, it's, It's in there. He said, my spirit being present. Wow. 1 Corinthians 5,
0: ah. verse 3. For I verily, when as, Yes, when are gathered together, yeah. As absent in body, mm-hmm. but present in spirit. How do you explain that? Hmm. Physically, I'm not there, but in spirit, present.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes? Have judged already as though I were present. Yes. Concerning him that hath so done this deed. Yes. In the name of our Lord Jesus. In the name of our Lord Jesus. When ye are gathered together. This is a physical gathering. When you come together, yes. And my spirit with the power of our Lord Jesus Christ. My
5: spirit with the power of our Lord Jesus Christ. These two things.
2: Mm.
5: Having gathered and having my spirit with the power.
2: Mm, mm, mm
5: of the lord jesus christ thank you you can do
0: what (laughs) to deliver such an one unto satan you can hand over such an individual to the devil Mm. that's what he's saying
5: Mm. but again he's not physically there Mm. he's elsewhere and they're making use of his spirit wow thank you so whatever they do for it to work they have the spirit the Apostle Paul present to perform whatever exercise that is being practiced there. My spirit is present with you. So Paul can actually judge. He's saying, I'm not there physically, but spiritually I have already judged. He's not saying I'm coming there Mm -hmm. to place a judgment. Mm -hmm. I've judged as a spirit
2: Mm.
5: because I'm present. How do you say that if there is no aspect of the omnipresence that he got from the likeness Mm. that he got from God. That is
4: so profound. That is profound. (laughs) Father, is this not
3: the time where people begin to say um, you are now using people's spirits? (laughs) Controversies begin to arise and uh, now people say that you are not Consistent with the word of God because people believe that only the spirit of the Holy Ghost can do what Paul is saying he can do.
5: Yeah, but then we have to understand what Paul meant by my spirit. Was that in reference to the Holy Ghost or his spirit?
4: I have a question. I'm enjoying myself. I'm oh, enjoying thanks. myself.
5: You see, most of uh, these arguments they emanate from people not wanting to simply be logical. People don't. Have interest in reasoning. Because most of the things that they attack are things that they do on a daily basis. Because if you if you hear that, that kind of a term, that why should you use another man's spirit? The use of another man's spirit. And it's like the the way they say it is; it's not the way that we say it. They have a way of saying it in a wrong way that it appears like it's something completely wrong that is being done. But I don't know which part is really bad. Is it the use of another man's spirit, or that man's spirit should never be used? Or is it is there an element of abuse? Or it's just you try to look at it. It's it's so it's so it's so difficult to find. But the same guy who tells you 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 can't use another man's spirit, if he is to start, for instance, a bank, you can't have that without having people who are financially literate. You need an accountant also in there. Absolutely. Making use of what? Even if we say that's not his spirit, but that's his what that you are using. And that's not you, that's another man. Another man's what? Spirit. Even if it's not a spirit, let's call it a soul, because mm. that's intellectual. Yeah. You are covering the soulish aspect of the man that is trained and equipped and educated yes. in the area of finance. And that's what you hire to To use. Yes. And you're paying the man according to his soulish ability. Wow. You're making use of another man because, because your soul mm. covers your intelligence, your reasoning, your mind. That's the soul of the man. That's what lecturers teach. And then when a man presents his application, you are looking for certain qualifications of the soul. Some, if they are coming, they are getting their job based on their physical abilities. Mm. You want him to be lifting up 50 kg Mm. containers, Mm. throwing them into the truck, probably you might not need him to be well-equipped in terms of his soul, but physically. And then you hire the person based on his physical strength and what are you using there? Another man's body. Companies and every. You (laughs) see, that's why I said, if people pause for a moment and think before they attack, they will realize that Everything else about another man. <laughs> You're making use of it. <laughs> but Father, it seems
0: you just enjoy making us feel silly. <laughs> I think you just enjoy that because,
4: <laughs> because the way we feel right now. Mm-hmm.
0: It's incredible. <laughs> so if
5: I if I give you a job based on your intellectual capacity, yes. I'm making use of that part of you that you have developed. Wow. And there is there is there's nothing wrong with that. There's no scripture that really <laughs> comes against that.
4: Yes. I love the way you explain it is that it it now is so plain to see that souls are in use on a daily basis. But before you explain, it's like it's like it's a mystery. You can't even imagine that people are being paid yeah. for their souls. Yes. It's, it's the soul.
5: don't want to say it's the person physically, but still we are making use of another person. And what is wrong with that? Where did God ever say that is wrong? (laughs) God himself uses us.
3: Yes. My God.
5: Yeah? You are being used by God. God uses people. What's wrong with that? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If it's wrong for you to do, then God is guilty of the same crime of using people who said that is wrong. So, I I don't know where that comes from. It's just that, like I said, people don't really take time to investigate before they engage in, in arguments. But what I'm saying now is the spirit aspect of you, it being a spirit, it carries the likeness of God and it cannot be limited to only one place. You can be in two places. You can be in three. You can be everywhere like God is everywhere. But like I said, it's a portion of the likeness of God that you got. Things that you can do, not up to the measure at which God can do, but sometimes people experience you They might think it was in a dream that you visit them. But sometimes it's, a, it's an actual visit. And it's happening at the same time. I told you before how the ministry started um, in a certain village growing up. And I told you, you know this story. And praying for hundreds of days and fasting Believing God for His visitation. I think I'll touch a bit on that uh, under this uh, topic on the presence of God. And having a feeling that really God wants to invade this space, but I didn't know how to go about it. So, what do I do? I pray and I'm fasting. No direction, but that was the direction. until things started happening that place was really infested with demons there was a lot of witchcraft there wasn't any serious church in that area unless the church promotes whatever spirits were doing in that place but we wanted to bring in a new light into that territory. But there was need for prayers to be raised. And the way we started having people coming to church, there wasn't any church building, but to church to us, the body of the Christ. Wow, wow. People were coming in the morning. Every morning would have a family, the entire family coming to be born again. And they would narrate word for word what I would have told them the previous night. When you came home yesterday, when you came home during the night, this is what you told us. It's not one person having a dream. They would all wake up and revive the fire physically. And I would sit there and teach them from the word of God. And then in the morning, they are coming. When these things started happening, I thought maybe these people were dreaming or something like that until we got to six families consecutively coming every morning. And my father was was surprised. And I was equally surprised. I kept on saying, I never left my house. I never left my room. I was there sleeping and praying. But should people would come and say until today, if I I tell this story, all those families don't believe me. Mm. They say that he came physically. Now he wants to change the story. He came physically.
0: Mm. Mm. Nah. <laughs> Excuse me, Father. Then we, and today we are not going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, Father. All along, the mental construct that I had in my mind was omnipresence in the sense of spirit. Not physically. Maybe it was spirit.
5: It's the same
0: thing. Physical spirit?
5: Yes. Spirits are physical. Remember the heavenly bodies.
0: It's a body. But then I start to say to myself, were they spiritual enough to, to see a spirit in to a physical a form? They
5: are made. They are made spiritual by the arrival of the spirit. Once, once you see, what happens is,
2: <laughs>
5: you see, when you're around Jesus, remember Jesus would help them understand the scriptures. It was his presence that would help them to understand. So when you come into a location as a spirit, you empower spirits in that location. Okay. And then outside of their ability, they can start doing things that they would, wouldn't normally do because of the presence of a superior spirit amongst them. So, what I'm saying is,
2: mm-hmm.
5: let's say it's a spiritual visit yes, ma'am. where you visit a place physically as a spirit.
2: Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's
5: a physical visit. As a spirit. spiritual. Yes, yeah, spiritual. And then you you, you are seen by people who are not spiritually equipped to see spirits. So they see you, you become their qualification to see. You empower them to see because you want to be seen. Just like an angel, he can make a decision to be seen or not to be seen. But the ability is not with me to see, probably it is up to him. He sometimes empowers me to see him. You see, not because now I'm qualified to see, but because he is qualified to make me see. That's why in the Bible prophets would faint and angels would walk up to them and say, Stand, be strong. Suddenly, that strength is not his, it's given to him. So that man that comes, you wanted. To, your point was was were they spiritually enough? Yes, Father. To see you, though you were a spirit, but in a physical form, <laughs> it wasn't their qualification. It wasn't their spirituality. It is the spirituality of the spirit that arrives in that place that empowers weaker spirits to see. That's so why the moment you leave they can continue seeing into the spirit realm. Is that part answered?
0: Yes, Father, it's answered. <laughs> it's so strange. It's strange, yeah? It's so strange. See this.
5: The six families, it was day after day after day after day. They almost completed the week. Every morning, knowing that someone is coming to say, I told him this. You look at my commitment. When I get into, into the field and I'm, I'm plowing, I'm there, I'm committed. Until it shifted, some people would say, I met him in the afternoon. Until my father said, now today I was with you the whole day. We were in the field. He started also believing me that ah, something is happening. These appearances, Jesus would do that after resurrection. He would still do that after resurrection with a glorified body, of course. But what else are we supposed to do with the likeness of God if it's not that? What does the likeness of God do? Do we
4: just... uh, so we can exercise the likeness of
5: it. It can be exercised, it can be practiced. It can be practiced, that's why Jesus, God himself allowed Adam to practice it. He allowed him to practice it. Exercise dominion on the earth. You cannot give animals, characters, names, if it's not by the likeness of God. How do you formulate a behavior? It's not just saying you're an elephant. No, it's, it's the creation of a, a behavior. That's the meaning of a name. It's a character. It will behave according to the name. So it's not just naming, it's handing over a character. How do you hand over a character if you don't have it? It must be something that you had within yourself to then give it away. You are empowering animals and creatures to behave in a certain way. You are empowering birds to fly. How can you do that if there isn't ability to fly within you as a spirit? How, 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 do, how can you do that? Tell me one thing that you find in a computer that, is, that isn't in a man, in a man's mind. Is there something that you can put in a computer that you don't have mentally? You can't. So everything that that you now find happening within the computer came from a human being, nothing extra. So how do you make a bird fly? So these creatures were different before they were named. They behaved different after they were given name. Some of them were just physically present, but no physical abilities. They wouldn't do much without their character. So many things are, are distorted in the Bible. Yeah. Distorted in the way that they were presented in terms of writing, wanting us to understand what was happening. <laughs> you see birds, birds coming out of the water, but put it back into the water today. It few days. Yeah. They are in the class of fish. How do you say to a serpent, you will crawl from today if it was crawling already with your belly and that became the case. What was it like before? So things have been changing. Animals have been changing ever since. But I don't want to get into into that. But I just wanted you to look at something that in as much as they were being called birds, they didn't have the ability like the head after being named by Adam, something was lacking with the bed. Something was lacking with the lion. Something was lacking until they presented themselves before men, before God's likeness, and characters were distributed and they began to behave
0: like that. Yeah. I, Father, I don't mean to continue to just dwell on this subject, but right. I, I can't help to be amazed by the miraculousness of what you are describing because it's almost like um, a multiplicity of existences yeah. that the holy spirit can cause a, i don't know I, I don't know how to view myself anymore am i just a single spirit or am i'm am I'm, I'm, I'm a multiple Because I'm trying to understand mentally. Maybe that's the problem I'm having. Yeah. You (laughs) have a big problem. (laughs) I'm trying to understand how it is that you are in your room. You are praying. You are sleeping. Maybe consciously you are not um, deliberately exercising yourself in that way. But you are in another location, communicating, sense. You're, you are explaining matters. Yeah. You are helping a carnal mind to understand spiritual things, carnal things. But in another place... They even say you brought your Bible. You had You had your Bible with you. And yet you are sleeping. Yeah. So I'm trying to understand the spiritualness possibility of that.
1: (laughs) Help me, Father. I think if we go to the six families, it would help us understand. (laughs) (laughs) No, those ones, they'll tell you, I came physically.
5: They won't help you with anything, those ones. To them,
2: how is it?
5: (laughs) To simplify it, some people would rather say, they would rather believe that it's an angel that takes on your form. It's, it's the easiest way of just getting away with it, and then then, then you're done. That's what, what most people would say. But I've given you a scripture before where we we're talking about Ezekiel being in one place and also being in the temple at the same time. It's scripture after scripture. I don't know what to do now. <laughs> what else I'm supposed to quote. <laughs> He is with the elders at the same time. The Spirit of God comes and it picks him up. Took him to the temple where he saw things being done in the temple by humans. And some of the people that he was seated with over here are also there worshiping Tammuz. Some of the people. And the Lord said to him, do you see what these people of this city are doing in the temple? The people of the city were actually in the city at that time. They were not in the temple physically. Yet they are being seen in the temple. Their spirits are present in the temple. Worshiping a foreign God. But where are they physically? They are busy working in their fields.
2: Hmm. So,
5: So this issue of being present, <laughs> I know it's, it's debatable. We can, we can allow people to argue over this. It's, it's okay. But people should still explain to you what the likeness that you got from God then can do. What then can you do with the likeness of God? Um, I'm hearing this story. My father is calling me, come and hear what this family say. I come, I sit there, and then I hear this. You were saying this and this, and because of that, now we are coming, we want to be born again. What did I say? You said this, when? Yesterday where you came home. That's how that church started. That kind of evangelism at that level. Okay. Now the question that I've answered, which is very important that you raised, were they spiritual enough to see you if you went there as a spirit? It's up to the spirit that went there to help the people there to see and to identify it. So, you cannot be everywhere, though. You cannot be everywhere. But you see, these things... Okay, how about... Maybe I have to ask you this question. How are you seated in heavenly
0: places? in Christ Jesus. Must I answer it (laughs) like a theologian or must I be honest? (laughs) I don't know.
5: (laughs) How is that possible if a man is supposed to be limited to only one place? How are you existing in two dimensions all at the same time? Ask anyone who is going to argue. That's why sometimes while I'm teaching I'm already answering before they start attacking. Yes, Father. Yeah. We are already quenching the fire. How are you seated in heavenly places right now? And yet we have you present down here. Your spirit is here. The moment we we find you in two different locations, (laughs) then this argument is sustainable. It's how you further that develop yourself that, that you can then be found in several other places. Don't believe that only God can do that. That it's only Him who can do that. What then did He give to you? His image and His likeness. His likeness. You appear like Him and you act like Him to a certain degree. But then we have a lot to touch on. Indeed, The presence like the presence of God Just like yourself, you appear in different forms. Your first appearance as a spirit in God, and then the other appearance when God formed your flesh and then you entered and then you appeared physically. Those are two different manifestations. Okay? You can manifest as flesh and physically come to a place, and you can spiritually come into a place. You, You have that choice Okay, you have that choice, you see when you the spirit extends from one place to another place, that extension of yourself as a spirit, by the time you get there, as much as it's like a root, a stem that is coming out of you, an extension of your spirit, okay. By the time you get there, it's not just a piece of you that is seen there. It's all of you. How is God with us and is in heaven the same time? All of Him. All of Him. Stephen was born again. He looks up, he sees Jesus. Where? At the right hand. He sees all of Him. Standing, getting ready to receive him. Yet the fact that he is born again, he has Jesus'
0: way. Within Within him. him. Within him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
5: There's a lot to talk about, but see, it's just that right now, the presence of God that you can see, that you can interact with, is the presence that comes at your level of understanding. That's why there is need for men and women to be raised by God to cultivate the area before he arrives. Thank you, Father. So that people don't miss his visitation. Hey. There's always people who are there to do the forerunning of the coming of the Lord. Hmm. Just like what John did. Prepare ye the way. The preparation of the way of the Lord was not just so that Jesus arrives safely. No, it was so that it would be it would be easy for people to identify him at his arrival, because mm. you can miss the visitation of the Lord. So, what do you do? How do I harness the presence of God? There's a lot that we need to talk about here. Thank you. I don't know how to go about it, but let's let's try. Thank, Thank you. you. Let's try. Thank you. For- What I'm saying about the different manifestations of God, when, when we study First Kings chapter 19, verse 9. 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 9. And he came thither. This is the prophet Elijah. And he comes where? Thither. Uh-huh. Unto a cave. So now we have a prophet. Where is he hiding? In a
2: cave.
5: In a cave. In a cave. Just picture this, one of the greatest prophets that ever lived is in a hiding place, fearing for his life. Having done some marvelous things, calling fire down from heaven, now he's in a cave, he's afraid of death, he's in a cave. Now what happens?
0: And lodged there. Yes. And behold, behold, see, the, the word, word of, of the Lord came. came
5: to him. What is coming to him? The, the word, word of the Lord. Now, nah. there are instances where you have the word of the Lord coming to you and yet the word of the Lord coming to you is not the Lord.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: He's speaking to you from wherever he is. That is why God is in the business of calling people to Himself. And He calls them by His word. Because they are not where He is. And yet His word gets to where they are. And they are called. Mm. You, you see, very soon as you are reading, but <laughs> what I'm saying is exactly what happens. The word of the Lord
0: is the word of who? The Lord. That came to him. Came to him. And what did the word of the Lord (laughs) say to him? And he said unto him, what doest thou here,
5: Elijah? What are you doing here, Elijah? What is it that you're doing in
0: this cave? And what did he say? And he said, I have been very jealous for the Lord God of hosts. Uh For the children of Israel have forsaken thy covenant. Notice, who is responding here? Elijah. Elijah. And
5: he's responding to what?
2: The word, the, word. Of the, Lord. the
5: word of the Lord. And he's not saying, I've been jealous of you.
0: Jealous for the Lord God of hosts. Okay. Uh huh. For the children of Israel have forsaken thy covenant, mm-hmm. thrown down thine altars, and slain thy prophets with the sword. Mm-hmm. And I, even I alone, Am left, mm-hmm. and they seek my life to mm. take it away. Yes, and he said, "Go forth."
5: Who said, "Go forth"?
0: The word of the The Lord. word
5: of the Lord now is telling the prophet to go
0: forth, mm. uh-huh. and stand upon the mount before the Lord. Go and stand before who?
3: The Lord. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh. The word of the Lord comes to where Elijah is and it says to him, What are you doing here? He went, he went to explain to the word of the Lord how he has been jealous for the Lord so on. And then the word of the Lord says to Elijah, leave this place. We have to go and stand before the Lord. It means where you are, it is not before who? The
2: The Lord. Lord. And
5: yet where he is, there is the word of the Lord. It means the Lord is speaking from elsewhere. And his message and his voice is being broadcast in the cave. Inviting people to himself. But you can take that as the presence of the Lord. If you are not careful. That's why I'm saying there are different manifestations of the presence of God. It can just be his word and you think "Is this the Lord that you have. Where is he broadcasting from? That is the issue. A man that you hear speaking in your radio is not in your radio. Break it down, you can't find the man in there. Where is he broadcasting from? So if you are not careful to discern the presence of God, you can even stay where his voice is, assuming that is his ultimate presence. Yet the word is coming to invite you to where there is a greater presence of the Lord. Are you you following this?
3: Yes.
5: Now, we are learning different manifestations of the presence. Before I talk to you about harnessing it. Yes, Father. How to make it your own and personalize it. Thank you, Father. Oh, that's a wonderful thing. Thank you, Father. That's an amazing thing. That's an amazing miracle.
0: If you can have that. Okay, keep on reading. And he said, "He said, go forth ah. and stand upon the mount before the Lord. Before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by. Now
5: he went there and he stood and then the Lord what? Passed, passed by. by. It was a passing presence of the Lord. Every single word there is very important. It's not just the appearance of the Lord. It is the passing by of the Lord. We have had several encounters like that. Yes, Father. Where you have had a wave, an opening up of your spirit. Yes. But it was passing you by.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: And until today, you wonder how did I see that?
3: Mm -hmm. How
5: did I know that? Mm
3: -hmm.
5: It passed by. If only you knew how to tame him. That's why Peter wanted to build boots. (laughs) (laughs) He wanted that manifestation of God to stay. The Lord is passing. Uh Uh-huh. And a great and strong wind. The first thing, that, first thing that happened was that there was a mighty wind mm. that came, strong enough even to break the rocks. Mm. Rocks were being broken by the wind, mm-hmm. the wind mm. that you can't touch. You can't physically touch the wind. Mm. A stone, you can what? You can touch. But the invisible was breaking. The visible, what is not tangible, was breaking that which is tangible. Look at what spirits can do, even to the physical. Preach it, Father. Breaking it in, so spirits can touch the physical and alter it, breaking the rocks. But all this is happening because the Lord is passing by. The first thing that we see
0: happening is the wind. Uh huh. And a great and strong wind rent the mountains. Yes. And break in pieces the rocks before the Lord. Before who? The, the Lord. Lord. Before who? The Lord. Oh, keep, keep on reading. Okay. Ah. But the Lord was not in the wind. Ah. Uh-huh. Uh.
5: the Lord was not in the wind. It means according to his level of discernment, he could not find the Lord
2: in the wind. (sighs)
3: So where,
5: where, where is the wind coming from? If the Lord is not in the wind,
0: I'll explain to you very soon. Yes? And what comes after that? And after the wind, an earthquake. Earthquake. There was a shaking. But
5: the Lord was was not not in the earthquake. There wasn't any Lord in that earthquake.
0: And here comes fire. And after the earthquake, a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still, small voice.
5: And the still, small voice is coming right after the fire. Mm -hmm. If I had time, I would explain to you the meaning of the wind and the earthquake and the fire. And then the still, small voice that comes after the fire. You have it's, an arra- it's an arrangement it's that is there. You have time for it. I cannot get into But what I wanted to see there is that if there wasn't the Lord in the storm and there wasn't the Lord in the earthquake and there wasn't the Lord in the fire, all these things, depending with your revelation. just with that first manifestation of the wind, you can actually build your entire ministry on that. Mighty wind ministries. And according to Elijah, there wasn't God in that. How can I have fire and not have the Lord in the
2: fire? Mm
5: -hmm. But then it is small a steel voice. That's what Elijah was looking for. Is it because really there wasn't God in the wind? Is it really true that there wasn't God in the earthquake? What is shaking the mountain then? You told me that I have to go and stand before the mountain where the Lord is and then the mountain is shaking. Who is behind the shaking if it's not the Lord? Yes, so what I can tell you there is that there was the Lord indeed. It was the, the Lord's doing. Okay. Okay. How can we just have fire here without God's involvement? If you see, if you notice the wind, the earthquake, the fire, all these things are as a result of the presence of God. Wow. Indeed. But the reason why he's saying there wasn't the Lord in the earthquake, there wasn't the Lord in the wind, there wasn't the Lord in the fire, is because God didn't want him to focus on that. He wanted him to focus on the voice. What God is about to say, Now, another man can actually come and not find the Lord in this still voice and find the Lord in the earthquake. Depending with his level of discernment of the presence of God. You would think that Elijah was perfect in his prophetic. Mm -hmm. That is why you believe this is his understanding. This is what he observed that there wasn't the Lord in the wind Mm -hmm. according to his ability. Okay. By then. Okay. The same thing can happen to you, and you can find the Lord in the wind. That was according to him. According to him. What do I mean by that? I'm saying there are people, depending on how you've trained
2: yourself to hear God Mm -hmm.
5: when the wind is blowing hear this when you are in the middle of a storm are you trained are you equipped enough to hear the still voice. (laughs) When there is a shaking, can you hear the still small voice? When you are in the midst of fire, when things are upside down, and all hell has broken loose, Things are getting out of control from your family, from your job, finances, emotionally. You have lost everything. You are right in the middle of the fire. Can you hear? Can you find the Lord there? According to Elijah, he could not find God in the violence. He needed peace at the end of his ministry. Mm -hmm. don't assume he was correct that there wasn't the Lord in the violence Mm you would think you would think like that because you think he was so perfect in his he was so accurate in his prophecies and yet he went on to tell God all the prophets are gone Mm -hmm. and God gave him a figure
2: Mm -hmm.
5: not just of the other prophets but people who had not worshipped 7,000 people in general who had not worshipped Mm Bao. How come he is not aware of that number, such a big number? Mm. The mm. fact that he can miss that he's not all by himself mm. means also that he can also miss the presence of the Lord in the storm. Wow. It takes great grace for you to identify the fourth man in the fire. Mm. While you're going through fire, the question is, where is God in this fire that I'm going through? If you can locate him, then you're spiritually mature. Wow. Can you hear God when there is noise around you? Hmm. You have to train yourself. Even as a prophet, there are times when you say to the kids, okay, it's time up, guys, time up, time up, you can go. Because you know their departure creates the atmosphere that -hmm. you are accustomed to. Mm -hmm. Now you begin to hear God when there is not much noise. Mm -hmm. But what are you going to do now when you are in a chaotic environment and you still want to hear God? Mm -hmm. You must actually promote that chaos and fine-tune yourself. And still be able to hear what God is saying whilst everyone is enjoying himself. Mm. Am I supposed to every time switch off the television before I hear God's voice? Or his voice has to come much more louder than whatever that I'm hearing thank you. in Father. that place. Thank, thank you. Thank you. It's, it's all about fine-tuning. Mm. Is everything supposed to be quiet first before I hear his voice. Mm. It's okay. It's okay. These are different phases that Elijah went through. When it's quiet, is that when you hear God's voice? If the devil gets to know that that's your strongest area, he creates chaos around you. Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. So you won't hear.
5: There'll be chaos every time around so that you don't get to hear what God is saying. But then what do you do if you realize that this noise is never going to go? I would want to hear what God is saying while I'm at home, kids are playing, the movie, I'm watching a movie and still be able. The word of God has to come at a superior level. Where I hear what he's saying in as much as there is so much noise around me, there has to be the Lord in the storm. If you have to look for him diligently, you'll find him. Even as prophets, you know, it's not every time that you, like I've told you before, if you hear people saying, these prophets are not true prophets, because when God is speaking to you, he's so clear and you hear what he's saying, you don't speak in parables and so on. You hear someone saying that, you know he has
2: never heard God. (laughs) It's as simple as that.
5: It's not always easy. It's not always easy because when God speaks, he speaks from his environment and communications are coming. They can be intercepted. Okay. Because this is a realm of lies. The devil is called a father. He gives birth to children that are called lies. There is a layer on the earth that converts truth into a lie that God himself is aware of. That is why when he received a message in, while he's in heaven that there is a sin happening in Sodom, he came down to verify. Why? Why? Mm-hmm came to find out whether this was really happening, why would God come down to verify?
4: That's an amazing question.
5: Because there is a layer that contaminates information.
4: Mm.
5: A message from earth, it can get to God altered. Therefore, God having to come down and find out for himself in case the devil has distorted information. The same thing happens also when information is coming from him down to earth. It can also be altered. You end up hearing something else that God never said. If the devil is the father of lies, <laughs> he's not going to create lies out of nothing. The raw material is the truth. That's what he alters. That's, that's what he works oh with. <laughs> he, he finds the truth. He arrests the truth. And with the truth, he creates a lie. That's
0: profound, Father.
5: So information from heaven coming down can be hijacked by the devil.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: And you end up hearing God according to the devil who has now altered the truth. Mm. Did God say you shall not eat of every tree?
2: Mm-hmm.
5: And in trying to correct him, but no, 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 no not every tree. Yes. <sighs> Hi, Thank you, Father. Thank you. <laughs> so information from earth to heaven, God makes sure that he verifies it before he makes a move. I've come to find out. So what, what you also do when you receive information while it's on the earth before you move, you have to go up. Then yeah. you verify, did you say this? Is this what you said? You have to be heavenly. Yeah before you make a move, before you surrender your resignation. Wow. So I no longer want to work for Coca-Cola. Thank you. I want to be a pastor. You must first go up and verify, is this information coming from you? So understand that there is that layer. That's why he's called the God of this world. You can't be a God without a kingdom it can be a kingdom without system yes. you can't have systems and not have uh, the minister of uh, information
0: father you answered a question that was lingering in some of our minds that if I have God in me mm-hmm. <laughs> is there an interception I,
5: yeah the, still I, there is still I there is
2: here,
0: yeah, God is speaking from within me
5: from within you but it's a region you must understand it's a heaven when we talk about heaven, we are not talking about flying into the sky. No, 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 no.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Help us that, that
5: that location within you has to be visited. Mm. Okay, the same way this earth is structured, where we have the earth, you have the heaven. Your your body is from earth. Okay, so there is a journey between your flesh and the heaven within you, God within you. That information to be passed on before you move into doing something physically, it has to be verified. Mm. Because you see, the devil is at work. That's why a physical body can be possessed while you're born again spiritually.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
5: What does that mean? You have the devil working out his own agenda. In your flesh, whilst you are born again, you are heaven within.
2: Wow. Mm. Mm.
5: So, in as much as you have God within you, I'm not saying travel to heaven and verify that layer that that distorts information is within you. It is within you. You have to fight with that.
0: Thank you, Father.
5: So, what you have to understand now is that. If I feel like doing something physically, I have to consult the spirit. Where do I go? Inside. I have to travel into heaven and find out, is this information coming from the spirit before I do this physically? Before I physically marry this woman? Is she beautiful according to the spirit within? Or it is my flesh outside making a decision? Hmm. having admired this woman. Hmm. So before I approach and I seize the opportunity, hmm. I have to first fly within into myself and verify, is this information, is this arrow coming from you that I should approach this woman? Sometimes you'll find a contradiction that hmm. she's so good looking, but something then tells you this is a dangerous person to have in your life. Who is saying that? The heaven within. Mm. The heaven within. So I'm saying you have to be altered. You have to be traveling and verifying information okay. every time. But what I'm saying is when God is bringing his presence into a place, people are supposed to be raised. You see in the book of Luke chapter number two, verse 25, there is a man there mm-hmm. who was a devout man, dedicated, waiting for the consolation of the nation of Israel. Yes. And a message was given to him by the Holy Ghost that you will not die until you see him coming, the
0: Lord's Christ. Yes. Uh huh. and behold, into the temple and when the parents brought
5: it means he him, wasn't in the temple when Jesus arrived and then he came by what by the, the spirit. spirit He came by what the,
0: the spirit, spirit.
5: <laughs> <laughs> So he's coming physically they saw him coming to the temple okay. and yet that coming was by the spirit,
0: by the spirit. I repent. Huh?
5: I <laughs> <laughs> he's being moved by the spirit his direction is according to the spirit he's going where he's being led by the spirit so because he was waiting for this thing to happen for a very long time now there is a confirmation in his spirit that the Lord is born is here where is he some were led to the Lord By the star. (laughs) They came to him. In a manger. Being led by the star. Star. In the sky. Him is coming. To the Lord being led by the spirit. He is not the only one praying for this to happen. There is Anna also. At 84
0: years praying Mm. and there was one Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asa. Mm. She was of a great Age mm-hmm. and had lived with an husband seven years yes. from her virginity, uh-huh. and she was a widow of about four score and four years. A widow of about,
5: you hear that? Okay, uh huh. Which departed not? She from the departed temple, not from the
0: temple. What was she doing there? But served God with fastings and prayers night and day. In the Bible is calling that
5: serving God. She is in the temple, serving God. How?
2: Fasting. Fasting,
5: Fasting. praying. Pray. 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 She did not depart from one place. As I said to you, God will have to raise people. When you talk about the presence of God, it comes in different forms. Maybe like fire, maybe like this, like this. we we'll explain that. But for any of those manifestations to occur, there's a need for a man, a woman to be raised by God who goes ahead of that presence and he prepares the way. So that when finally the presence of God arrives, people will not miss the Lord in the storm. People will not miss the Lord in the earthquake it will be easy for people to identify the Lord in the midst of an economic chaos.
2: Mm. Right. Wow.
5: But that responsibility is given to certain individuals mm. in any generation mm. to forerun a manifestation of God. Mm. Wow. She also came to the temple having picked spiritually that, oh, the Messiah is
0: here. And she coming in that instant. That what? That instant. That what? Instant.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my God! Uh huh. Gave thanks likewise unto the Lord, and spake of him to all them that looked for redemption in Jerusalem. Okay, so now we have her coming in, into the temple.
5: From her room, an apartment, okay, okay, within the premise of the temple. Every house there is the temple. Thank you. So she comes into the temple, having sensed immediately that, Mm -hmm. oh, Jesus is here. So she comes in, and she was dedicated. She was in that premise for a long time, praying and fasting. Mm -hmm. What are they doing? What they are raising there is a thy kingdom come prayer.
2: Hmm.
5: So there are people to whom that assignment is given. Unless they pray, you won't have a manifestation of God in your nation. And after you now have the presence or the manifestation of God in your nation. There's need for a different set of people to be raised. To also do a thy kingdom stay prayer. You can invite God, he can come and then he passes you by. And the move of God can become history that people talk about in the right books based on history, what once happened because the Lord was passing. So it is given to one class of people to bring him into a manifestation and another group to have him stay.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. that's strong father
5: that is so strong so the first group they are coming they are praying God visit us God visit us God visit us God visit us and then sometimes God brings his presence and the other class of people have to take on that responsibility and that one now their focus and their emphasis is on a certain kind of holiness and their behavior Mm -hmm that sustains that presence of God in that location.
3: You want Him
5: to stay. They start talking on a certain character. Mm. They are so radical. They are so strong. They focus on a certain behavior mm. so that the presence of God stays. Mm. We don't want this to become history. Yes. Okay. Let's have God once and have Him forever. Yes. What do we do? What is it that the presence of God is interested in? Let's behave according to that presence, that manifestation of God. Thank you, Father. So they're not just praying, they are also preachers of a certain conduct that is required by that manifestation of God. Let's behave like this and the presence of God won't go away. Hmm. Did Jesus not say that because you knoweth not the day of your visitation? Yes. It means God had actually visited them. Let me give you some kinds of God's visitations that you might find so weird. You wouldn't think that's God visiting um, a nation. When God says that I will visit your iniquities and your sins, what is he coming to do? It's judgment. So the manifestation of God, He will manifest to that group of people in form of judgment. When people begin to get their judgments, and they are paying the price for their wrongdoings before they even get to hell. It is the Lord's visitation to a nation. And people are busy praying for God's visitation that comes in another manifestation. And when God begins to expose people that are doing wrong, and the truth starts coming out, Is the Lord's visitation. Look at what he said in Jeremiah. Chapter number 29,
0: verse 10. For thus saith the Lord Mm. that after 70 years. This is captivity declared. After 70 70 years years in Babylon. Uh Be accomplished at Babylon. Yes. I will visit you. I,
5: the Lord will what? visit. So when we talk about the Lord's visitation, let's look at what happened after 70 years. Is there a cloud that came from heaven? Entered into Babylon? No. Be careful when the Lord says I'm going to visit you. I'm saying this because people are not well trained and equipped to identify the Lord's arrival. Mm. They don't know what the Lord's visitation is. That is why right in the middle of a revival, you can be found praying for a revival. Because you are not accustomed to that manifestation of God. God visited Israel in Egypt. Did we see him coming in walking? No. No. So what kind of a visitation is that? So he's saying after 70 years there's going to be a wave. When you see deliverance happening after 70 years that that which you call deliverance is a name given to a manifestation of God who has visited. Are you following this? Yes,
0: Father. (laughs) Father. (laughs)
5: we are seeing deliverance after 70 and and God is saying I will visit you but he will come in what form because we could be waiting like in Egypt for God to come and who comes Moses comes are you going to associate him with the, the Lord's visitation before you resist a man who is coming to represent the Lord's visitation and his departure from Egypt for 40 years becomes the departure of the Lord. And he could have delivered you at 40 years and then he comes back at eight because you resisted the move of God. Allah's Father. Mm. So, We have to be careful when God is visiting a a territory. He's coming in what form? People have to be raised who are conscious to that, that presence, that kind of manifestation of God. Lest we keep crying for God's visitation whilst we have Him. What really is sustaining people when we have witnessed? the economy, it has tried to destroy and to dismantle every family. Mm -hmm. And yet people are still alive. Who is feeding the people? What kind of an economy is that that has superseded our physical economy? Who is sustaining the lives of people? If there is no visitation of the Lord,
3: Father, we did not know that all these encounters that we were having, you were visiting us physically, in the spirit, but physically. And we missed our revival. We missed an opportunity to harness whatever you were bringing to us because of our lack of understanding of spiritual matters. Father, I, I concur with Him.
1: Yeah. Um, l-
0: looking at the season that we went through, um, the COVID-19, churches were closed. Uh, we were not gathering uh, traditionally like we used to. Yeah. And I, I, I can contend and say the amount of dreams that people have been having, the visitations they've been having in the Spirit with you. you know, sometimes we, we may keep asking God for A certain type of manifestation of his presence and still get hungry and feel defeated by not being able to gather together and actually lose out on the greater miraculous work that is happening at a higher dimension. Mm. We felt like getting into this season of uh, lockdowns, it was a promotion to raise our antennas to be sensitive of a higher, more miraculous, more wondrous experiences and occurrences and presence Mm. as you visited us and experiences people getting healed and and things like that. And so I think it's a a powerful point, Father, of being able to appreciate the greater work that God has been doing to us and our sensitivity Mm. of His presence spiritually, Mm. though we were not able to maybe even meet
4: physically yeah. I was so grateful for that father. Yeah. Grateful. And uh, just maybe to buttress what you're saying, think about the, the, the way that you've presented the teaching where we've come to understand that um, the invitation of the presence of God in a place or amongst the community and the sustenance of that presence in as much as, yes, God has the power to decide, but it seems from what you're teaching that the onus is on us. We have to invite the presence of God thy kingdom come Mm. and then we have to invite him to stay thy kingdom stay and I I just think it back to what you said at the beginning of the year that even for the month to be the beginning of months Mm. there's something that not God has to do but you as the people have to do and um, I think it's just wonderful how it's just tying together yeah yeah Father I'm just trying to think
1: as as one of those that I've been around you. It scares me to just think that all along you knew all this. Because I'm trying to think as an individual, as a partaker of your grace, a partaker of your ministry. At what point probably I should have fallen. Probably where we should have been by now if people had understood this dimension, when it was supposed to have been understood, mm. I think the church would have been at a better position. Yeah. And like he's rightfully said, people would have sustained the presence of God within their lives and miracles would have been taking place everywhere. But we are being ushered into that dimension today.
5: Mm. And we we, we we really thank God for this kind of knowledge that he is allowing us to have access to. Especially like like I said before that Jesus actually is looking at these people and he realizes they are not aware of their visitation. The same thing happened to Israel. They were not aware. And in the book of Exodus, it's so clearly stated that Moses thought "Ha." they would know that he was sent to deliver them. And they resisted him, and he walked away. And there was their deliverance walking away. So if a man doesn't believe in spiritual visitations, yet he is a man of God, then you wonder if you go to church and he comes and he's preaching, who is he visiting the people? It's by the spirit that you minister. Whether it's a crusade, You say, I'm going to be preaching in a certain area. You do posters. You you are still coming there spiritually, carrying a physical body. Those are spiritual visitations. You're not coming there as flesh. Mm
2: -hmm.
5: So spiritual visitations are so real, they are so practical. and Because you can, to a certain degree, like we've learned before that sometimes the voice of God is like the voice of your father Eli. Yes. Or the voice of Eli is like the voice of God. So it took some time to realize that it was God calling him. Why would he go to Eli every now and then? Because God was sounding like the man that he knows. <clears throat> so that happens sometimes in dreams. Where God comes to you. Certain manifestations you would think it's your pastor. You would think it's your man of God. And probably that's not him exactly. But God works with the knowledge and the pictures that you have stored in your mind. And then he comes in that form of manifestation so that you can appreciate that there is a message being delivered. So it's, it's, it's so important. But like I've told you before, the devil is in the business of um, distorting information. A man who is upright, straightforward, who is being used by God in your life to help you. He can come into your dream and he's trying to kill you. Those things also can happen. That's why I said you must always verify because there is the father of lies, the devil himself. So master your turf, master your territory, well, and become mature in the spirit to a point where It is given to you by God to invite him to come. And you know what to do to make him stay. Mm
2: -hmm.
5: Like you are raising a point here that it's up to us. And that power is not like people would say, do you think we have that much power? Yes, it was given to us by him. His mission is to bring Sodom and Gomorrah down. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't go straight to Sodom. He passes through Abraham's house mm-hmm. for his consent. Why? The earth was given to men mm-hmm. to reign and dominate it. So God when he's coming to earth he has to be ushered. We have to host him.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm
5: pray thy kingdom come. Mm. What if we don't? Mm. It's up to you for the kingdom to come. Mm. So he gave us that mandate to introduce him to his own creation. That's how powerful he is. He's not powerful to an extent where he he violates what he has created. He's powerful enough to submit to his own power that he has given to us. Invite me. Concerning the works of my hands, command ye me. Mm. Yes. Would you say that being God, yet He said that, hmm. command me
2: hmm.
5: concerning the works of my hands—a hmm. command. He's so comfortable, not like some of the little guys that you see trying to protect God. They think He's a, <laughs> He's an amateur. <laughs> They try to protect him. Hey, only God can do that. Only God... Only, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> He's a big man. Yes. He's a big man. Some of you, like even you, you have your your, your son at home. You'd want your son to become exactly like you. Yes. You'd want even your son to become better. Yes. And he says, what? You evil fathers. Yes. <laughs> how about your father in heaven? Yes. If you know to give good gifts. Yes. Being as evil as you are. How about your father? It is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. So this idea of thinking only God, only God, only God. God wants us to get to a point where. (laughs) Okay, I don't want to say that. Let me leave it. Let me leave it. But the presence of God can be invited. Once you have it, you can make it stay. How? That is the key now. Maintain a character that makes that presence of God comfortable. The reason why Jesus is saying when the Holy Ghost comes, he will teach you, he will remind you everything that I've told you. How does he know? He was present on Jesus. Because he came like a dove and stayed on Jesus and remained on him. So whenever Jesus was teaching, the spirit was present on Jesus, hearing what Jesus was saying. So he's the best person to then bring you into remembrance because he attended all the services that Jesus had. He was present and he memorized everything. The same spirit was upon uh, Simeon. The Holy Ghost was on him, not in him. That's what the Bible declares. (laughs) Because Jesus had not yet ascended. The Holy Ghost had not yet come down to dwell in us. Eh? And the Holy Ghost was upon him. Upon him, not in him. Yet they could do that with the Holy Ghost upon them. How about us having him? inside of us thank you, so, but when the lord is coming notice he comes in different forms when, when whenever you think that you don't have his presence look around you'll find him in the
2: earthquake thank you Father.
5: you'll find him in the earthquake he's coming in what form osai chapter number nine verse nine mm.
0: They have deeply corrupted themselves. There's corruption taking place, yes? As in the days of Gibeah. Mm. Therefore, he will remember their iniquity. He, the Lord, will remember
5: their iniquity and he will visit their sins. And that's the Lord's visitation. So never think God is, is, is stopped visiting people. When God is visiting, their sins, the things that will begin to happen, it's not every time that God comes and people are getting healed. No. (sighs) Sometimes God visits a place and people are dying. They are dying as a result of a manifestation of God. But people would not call that a revival.
3: Yes.
5: What have you missed? You have missed the Lord's visitation there. Are you following this yes. Yes.
0: Yes.
5: Yes. this is something <laughs> God
0: is love <laughs> yes.
5: yes yes yes, remember we deal with managing love, but sometimes you kill for the sake of love, yeah one medera who is Destroy the entire village, has to be killed. Because we love the people. We have to protect them. But, this presence of God that kills, for instance, let me give you something that you can work with, which is there in the scripture. God is saying, The priest that comes into the holy place has to pass through the brazen lava. And then they have to wash their hands, their feet. And the reason being that so that they don't die. Okay. He's alive outside of the presence of God, yet he dies in the presence of God. If he doesn't follow a certain conduct, there's a protocol for him to remain alive in the presence of God. Be clean. But what is happening there? Can I show you something? Sure. Why is it that if he appears before God dirty, The punishment is not given to the people to execute. God is not saying, you find him dirty in my presence, drag him out and kill him. He dies in the presence of God. What does that mean? It means the presence of God is intelligent enough to discern you, find out your behavior, your character. And then it is powerful enough to kill you by itself, the presence of God.
2: Mm.
4: Mm. Mm. <laughs> if I am asking, further We spoke about Elijah And the word of the Lord came to him And he was interacting and engaging With that word of the Lord Now you've opened up a verse where The presence of the Lord Is in itself intelligent And active Active to the extent that it can kill Or I suppose sustain life if you are clean Are these then um, facets Or dimensions of the presence of God can they be taken as personalities um, if they have that aspect of intelligence? Are they, if one can interact with them in that way, uh, how would you describe them? Are, are they entities? Are they personalities? Are they aspects? Help, help me. <laughs> <laughs> this
5: is God. This is God.
2: <laughs>
5: the same one God manifesting in different forms. Okay. But when the anointing is upon your life now, you have to be given a behavior. You see, I would have loved us to look at a scripture. Uh,
0: we have the time.
5: Our time is up. We That's the, the problem. When Nadab and died, okay, and everyone else was crying, and the priests that then were invited to come in. By the servant of the Lord were instructed not to expose their heads like what other people were doing, and not to um, expose their bodies and to rent their clothes.
0: Leviticus chapter number 10, verse number one. And Nadab and Abihu, the sons of Aaron, took either of them his censor. Mm. and put fire therein mm-hmm. and put incense thereon. We'll talk about that at some at some point. Talking about different
5: manifestations of the presence of, this is a counterfeit now. Okay, they okay. took the fire, which was not recommended for use in the house of God. Now they're presenting
0: incense before God. Yes. And offered strange fire before the Lord. Yes. Which he commanded them not. Mm-hmm. And there went out fire from the Lord the actual fire then came <laughs> and devoured them and they died hmm. before the Lord. you see that? And these are priests yes uh-huh then Moses said unto Aaron, this is it that the Lord spake saying, I will be sanctified in them that come nigh me and before all the people I will be glorified. see? This is what the Lord said, that I will be sanctified. In them that
5: come nigh me. In them that come nigh I will be sanctified in them that come nigh me. Those that are coming to minister, I will be sanctified. And again what? And I will be glorified. all the people, I will be glorified. By what? He's just killed people. And the Lord is glorified. This brings glory to God when wrong men of God are being judged by God. God gets more glory than when they were ministering. It is their death that brings more glory to God.
0: Ah, okay, keep on reading. You, you hear something. And Aaron held his peace. Mm-hmm. And Moses called... The this is the father no.
5: He held his peace. He's just been told that this is what God said. Yes. What you have seen happening to your sons. God has started his revival. He
0: wants to be glorified. Wow. By killing all these bad guys. Glory. Yes. Uh huh. And Moses called Mishael and El mm-hmm. the sons of Uziel, the uncle of Aaron. Yes. And said unto them, Come near, carry your brethren from before the sanctuary. Carry them from there? Yes.
5: Sanctuary,
0: uh-huh. out of the camp. Mm hmm. So
5: they went near and... You see, no one touched them. No one killed them there. It was the presence of God that killed them. Mm -hmm. So before you say, we need your presence, God come here and so on, you must understand these things can also happen. Mm -hmm. Don't always think that why are people so dying? Mm -hmm. We're not praying enough. Sometimes it's because you prayed enough. Wow! Don't miss the presence. It comes in different forms. Things that you think have gone wrong, sometimes things are going right. It's according to the presence of God that you have invited. It's just that you are not aware of those different manifestations. Go and pick them up. B- drag them out of the presence of God. Yes?
0: So they went near and carried them in their coats mm. out of the camp, mm-hmm. as Moses had said. Mm. And Moses said unto Aaron and unto Eleazar, and unto Itamar, his sons, mm-hmm. uncover not your heads. While you are crying because they were supposed to uncover themselves. Mm-hmm and expose their bodies while it's their mourning. Okay.
2: Okay.
0: And the instruction was what? Uncover not your heads. Yes. Neither rend your clothes, Mm -hmm. lest ye die.
5: You also die. If you are seen mourning for these people, you will die. And here comes the reason.
0: And lest wrath come upon all the people, Mm. but let your brethren, the whole house of Israel, Mm. bewail the burning which the Lord hath kindled. Okay, look at verse number seven. And ye shall not go out from the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, Mm -hmm. lest ye die. Mm -hmm. For the anointing oil of the Lord is upon you. Lest you die,
5: for the anointing oil of God is upon you. What does he say? He's saying it is that anointing that will kill you. So he's giving them instructions as to how to behave whilst everyone else is crying in the nation. You are not allowed. So you have to behave according to the oil that you have on your hand. Oh, wow. wow.
4: wow. so if you
5: join them in speaking negative, it is you that dies. What kills you? The presence of God upon your life. So you become to live a different life. You are no longer expected to behave like them. And they wonder, how come you have such... It's according to the oil. You die, that oil upon you, it it will kill you. That's what he's saying. So all these are different manifestations of God upon different people. But what you need to learn is to be in prayer sometimes when you are inviting his presence, sometimes it's good that you also describe the kind of presence that you'd want to have, but do that in the spirit. Do that in the spirit because the spirit knows what we ought to pray for. Thank Mm -hmm. you, Father. Yes. So when you feel like you need his presence, you, you want that presence to address what? And he will arrive in that form. But in case he comes in a form that you are not aware of, be sensitive enough. Thank you, Father. Ask the Holy Spirit, please introduce the presence of God to me. Which kind of presence is this? Where is God in this? then you will see that he's there. He's behind all of that. Mm. God is being glorified by something that you would think is coming from the devil. Mm. And then we are found fighting against the presence of God that we invited, thinking that the devil is at work, and yet it is God getting all the glory. So you have to be sensitive. Where is God in this? So in bringing the presence of God, you have to pray. You have to be dedicated. Stay in the presence. Stay in the temple like Anna stayed until he arrives. And when he arrives, you know he's here. Instant. You'll know. Things will happen around you. you know he's here. I can't be feeling, I can't be seeing this unless God is in this house. And the next thing is I need to have him here for the rest of my life. What do I do? Because we know this God, he would speak to kings in Babylon. Mm -hmm. They would see visions. Mm -hmm. Hands would come and write on the wall, but that never repeated itself. Mm -hmm. But there's a man who had God through and through. Daniel, how do you do that? Character is very
0: important.
4: Thank you, Father. Thank you.
5: Hmm? Yes, Father. Character is very important. So when you're focusing on the presence of God, I would finish by saying, don't just focus on that and you think that's all. You see, an instruction was given to Moses to come up with a garment, a priestly garment. And at the hem of the garment were the pomegranates and the golden bells. And maybe you can read that and then we can bring this to a closure for now, okay?
0: Exodus 28, verse number 33. Thank you, Father. And beneath, upon the hem of it, thou shalt make pomegranates of blue and of purple. So that you to paint those pomegranates.
5: Those were shells of a fruit. Make them and you tie them at the hem
0: of the garment that Aaron is going to wear. Yes? And of purple and of scarlet, mm. round about them. All those colors, they have their significance, they have their meaning, but keep on going. And bells of gold between them round about. The bells are supposed to be between. Yes. Between sandwich, the pomegranates.
5: So you have a pomegranate, you have a golden bell, you have a pomegranate, you have a golden bell, you have a
0: pomegranate. So that what happens? And a golden bell and a pomegranate mm-hmm. a golden bell and a pomegranate you see you see that It's just right next to each other yes upon the hem of the robe round about watch what is happening now and it shall be upon aaron to minister it shall be upon aaron to minister yes. uh-huh. and his sound he he'll... is what sound he is what sound. sound he will
5: produce a sound while he is ministering there is a sound that he has to produce. Ministry has a sound. Preach it from teachers. Don't want to get into that. We are, we are just closing now.
0: So that when he's producing, he will produce a sound going in and coming out. Read it. And his sound shall be heard when he goeth in unto the holy place before the Lord. Mm-hmm. And when he cometh out, mm-hmm. that he die not. That he what? Die
3: not.
5: So when we talk about a pomegranate, we're talking of a fruit, as the fruit of the Spirit. When we talk about the golden bell as the gift. You say gifts, they produce a lot of sound. When somebody's gifted, you hear it from as far as Kenya, as far as Mozambique, as far as um, India. So as, as Russia, you get to hear that there is a man. It's a bell that is ringing. Mm-hmm. That's how spiritual gifts manifest. They they market themselves. Mm-hmm. They produce a sound. Mm-hmm. But right next to the gift, there ought to be a fruit of the spirit. Okay. So that you don't have. One gift hitting against another gift. Then the sound gets distorted. So it's the character of the man that deals with the distortion of the sound that his gifts are producing. In the midst of every way, don't just be praying for spiritual gifts. Have an equal number of the spiritual fruit. So that in the midst of the gift of healing and the gift of prophecy, in between, there must be self-control as the fruit of the Spirit. So that this gift doesn't fight against, doesn't rub against the other gift. So the insulation there is the pomegranate. So there is no conflict among us in the gifts.
4: That is so profound. Okay?
5: Because if that is not done, what happens is the minister dies.
2: Mm.
5: You don't want to die. You want to keep on ministering. Count the number of the bells and also count the number of the pomegranates. The fruit of the spirit is what. There is no man of God who is mature based on his gift of the spirit. Maturity is based on the fruit. That is why sometimes you there is a man of God that you admire. You say, I would want to be like him. But when you get close, you find that, oh, these are just bells. There is no fruit. then that then distorts what? The gifts. People will start running away from such a man and yet the bells are there. What is not there is what? The food. The man is dead while he's still alive. He's dead. The ministry is dead. It's gone. You want to stay longer? There's music that when a man of God is approaching you, you must hear him as he approaches. His character does something to his gift. His character. Okay, anyway, yeah. let's, let's, let's <laughs> close for now. <laughs> please,
0: please.
5: please, we need this. Yes, I know, but it's a Friday, you know. We've been here for too long. Let's dismiss the people. Next time we come, we continue. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I think we are, we are done. There is nothing much to talk about. Just, just thank you so much, viewers, for watching. Thank you for joining us. I just want to appreciate you for making up time and taking notes. Make sure that you embrace the presence of God. Pray until you have it. And then thy kingdom stay. Make sure that you stay in the presence of God. There is no way that the presence of God is ever going to leave you. Why should the presence of God leave you? Because you are also a mobile being. When you notice, when you realize the presence of God is moving, you move along with the presence of God. You see? It was easy for Israel to then say the presence of God is gone. God has left us. Why? Because they watched as the pillar of fire was moving away. But what were they supposed to do? Rise up and you follow. There's no way the presence of God is ever going to leave you. You have to follow. Find where the presence of God is going. And that's where you go. Don't be found in a cave and you're being asked by God, what are you doing here? Be where the Lord is. What helps you maintain the presence of God is good character. Be a person of integrity. Every good work that you find yourself doing, helping someone. Every good work you can think of. Every. In closing, hear this, every good work, everything that you can, you cannot be stretching your hand, helping a poor man outside of the presence of God. That is what maintains the presence of God. Any good work that you find yourself doing, you're maintaining the presence of God. Any good word that you find yourself saying, you're maintaining the presence of God. Do good to people. Do good to people. Despite what they do, back to you. Whenever you find yourself doing good, you're maintaining the presence of God. So keep on loving God's people. in as much as some of them do not have God, they are God's people. Keep on loving them. And as you keep on doing so, what you maintain is the presence of God. It stays with you. Whether you feel it or you don't, it stays with you. Believe you me on that one.
0: Okay. So like I said, you can let the people go. Thank you so much, Father. Thank you. We love this light. We want more of this light, Father. We want more. Thank you so much for establishing us in this amazing truth and in the presence of God. Thank you, Father. You're welcome. We are blessed tremendously engaging in the presence, harnessing the presence, having the presence, character.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: let's walk in that let's enjoy the presence
2: of God wherever we are till we meet again next time Shalom Shalom